now tuned into the DFPN, the Dat Villain Podcast happening everybody welcome back to the no gimmicks podcast here on the dfpn thank you guys for tuning in i know we're a little late we had a had some technical issues hopefully we can get through the show tonight but notwithstanding uh we got a good show for you guys tonight before we get into that let's jump into the sponsors shout out to plugs earbuds go to www.gettheplugs.com Enter in code DFPN10 for a 10% discount. And also shout out to Fiverr. Join the Patreon. If you uh if, if you're following us on Patreon, we are we're dropping new content. Uh we have some good stuff going on. We're in the midst of giveaway season. So join the Patreon for as little as three dollars. Get yourself some nice merch out of that as well for free. And you know, just rock with us. We keep dropping new content. Same thing goes for the band camp for as little as three dollars. Get access to the entire that felon audio library, the entire library. Uh, we dropped some new songs here. I have a new song on there. Um, East Smitty has new songs on there. Normalized Growth has new songs on there, and we just keep rocking, man. So same thing, $3 a month gets you access to the entire library. Go join today, datfillin.bandcamp.com. And also, since I'm now back active, uh, that includes the merch. Uh, I've been doing working on some designs to get out to the merch. So go to teespring.com, search for that Fillin' Podcast, get yourself some merch. Support the brand, man. Support the brand. Support, support, support. It all goes down to that. So, you know, we just gave you multiple spots that you can go check this out. Go check us out. We're out there. We're active. We're putting in the work. Make sure y'all do y'all part. Support. Now, to my co-host, D-Truth, as he likes to be called today. D-Truth. It's like D's nuts, but D-Truth. You know what I mean? Like, I fucks with it, though. I fuck with well, it. Well, well, I'm on this podcast. It tells the truth. Oh, okay. Okay. So, that's why it's, you know, that's why it's, it's, why it's D-Truth. You know, it's just, it just naturally flows that way. But, Mr. Black, Mac, Mr. Macaroni, sir, how are you? Uh, I'm doing magnificent. Get it? Magnificent. Well, I, I get no. you. That's great. Great to hear, sir. Great to hear. <laughs> oh man, it's, a, it's another another day, another another day in paradise, right? Yep, that's that's all it is, man. Another day in the land of the living, you know. So nothing to do but celebrate. But 
we had a we it was a it was a loud quiet week. It wasn't that much news come out, but uh you know, a lot of stuff behind the scenes in the business. Uh we had a brand new uh DX biography dropped. Uh Cornette wasn't too wasn't too high on it, but he offered some very truthful thoughts. So, I want to come come kind of talk about DX. Off the heels of the biography, how big was DX back in the day? I mean, well, I, I mean, well, I don't know, bro. I mean, what T-shirt am I wearing right now? What 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 T-shirt am I wearing right now? So NWO that, that answers the question right there. Exactly. So that answers the question right there. You 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 have never seen me, and you will never see me ever come on this podcast or any platform or go to any show wearing a DX T-shirt. It never will happen. Because number one, I don't own any. Number two, the only person I've ever bought a DX t-shirt for was my sister. Because she likes H. And that's it. It's always been NWO for life. That's it. Period. They were not on the league or on the same level of the NWO. They weren't. And it doesn't matter. They can WWE can the WWE won the war and they can rewrite the history as, as many times they want to. The ratings and numbers don't lie on what group was more popular, what group you see to this day. When you go to see shows in the arena, you go see people in the arenas, and what what T-shirt are they to rocking? You see two colors, black and white, red and black, period. You don't see no next. You don't see it. Mm, that 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 does speak volumes. Now, they were around in a, in a wild time. Uh, they were around in the Attitude Era. Some of the biggest groups in the Attitude Era. I would I would argue they were one of the biggest groups in the Attitude Era. Uh, they had the Nation of Domination. Like you had so many so many factions around that time that were that were big, um, mm. not just DX. But I think what set them apart was that whole WCW thing when they went and loaded up the tanks and they went to WCW. That kind of set them apart from that because it was like. All right, we're gonna go declare war on the competition type of thing, and I think fans low key wanted to see that happen, but WCW didn't open the doors and blah blah blah, and you know things never really kicked off the way the way the fans really wanted it. But in the grand scheme of things, shoulder shrug. I mean, here's the thing, man. I mean, was it really that revolutionary? I mean, was DX actually doing something that was innovative and new that had never been done before? No. It's been done before. It just was never at this level because of the Money Night War. That's what got it going. That's where people are like, oh, shit. These guys actually went down to, to, to Norfolk, Virginia, to the scope, and, and went down there to WCW TV. And WCW didn't open the door because the arena management and Doug Dillinger, who was head of security, wouldn't let them open it. Bischoff has stated, and this is where Cornette, Cornette's wrong. Eric said it would have been cool to open the door because you would have had the DX on Nitro. So he thought it would have been excellent to if that would have happened. If the WWE right. would have showed up to the WWF Raw show, Vince McMahon probably would have opened the door. Because you know why? They both were smart. It's good at compelling TV. You would have DX there. And it would have been no fight because all these guys were friends. It would have just been, what would happen? Well, we'll say what happened. You would have DX in there, and you would have Nash on him, and all you would have probably saw was them doing two Sweden and, and all that shit. You would have DX and NWO and the WCW out there at the same time. 
That's what would have happened. I agree. That would have been I great agree. But people didn't see it. People people didn't see it that way. People didn't I, see it I agree. They just like, oh, we can't let them, them them DS guys out there. We can't let them in. Don't open that door. They're carrying out there. I see that. I, I see that Mr. Booty out there. Don't open that door. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Road Road Diggity Dog. Don't open the door. I mean, and, and yeah, history gets re, rewritten a lot. So, in the grand scheme of things, DX, to me, wasn't even the top faction. To me, it was Nation of Domination. And then DX. And then maybe the Ministry. And I would argue the Ministry was probably better than DX. I got to disagree. I got to disagree with you. Hold on, I disagree with you. The top faction in WWF at the time, friend, we're talking about previously in '97, because DX mm-hmm. had their big run in '98. You right, right? The top faction there was the Hard Hard Foundation. No, no, yeah, I I, I agree. Hard Foundation with you there. were the top. Yeah, I agree with you. There. Where they were the top faction in, in the WWF. Once once Brett and all them left to WCW. Then the focus then, was put more on DX. Yeah. But then. even still, even still, Shawn Michaels was not a draw. If you look back at the numbers, and I saw the video with Cornette breaking this shit down, Michaels was not a draw at all. DX no. didn't start getting anywhere. They until didn't get Shawn anywhere un- and, until Six Pac showed up after WrestleMania 14. Yep. That right there, to me, is the equivalent of Cody Rhodes coming from AEW to the WWE today. I agree. Not on the same level, not on the same level, but it's the first time in the war with WCW that somebody from their side came and jumped to the WWF side. I agree. Not the other way around. I agree. And that's kind of what we're kind of what we're seeing right now. In, in, in this current climate of sports entertainment, professional wrestling, is you're starting to see a lot more interest now from the AEW side to the WWE side and not vice versa. Right. That's kind of that's kind of what you're saying right now in some places. And then, you know, we'll get on later on in the news about what's really going down. But ultimately, DX, um, they ran their course. Pretty much, I think. And Triple H was smart to get out when he did. What he did is he returned at WrestleMania 15 and he turned and joined the corporation. The corporation became the top faction in WWF, followed by the corporate ministry after that. You can argue that killed DX. Actually, yeah. That's what it was supposed to do. Yeah. It was meant to do that. It did what it was meant to do. Yeah. That's what it was supposed to do. Because, Because the thing about it was that. To me, Triple H didn't really have any concrete feuds with any of the DX members after DX is split up. I mean, he had a couple matches with X-Pac, but the whole point was to elevate him to the next level. That was the point of him turning on DX to begin with. But remember, right. he did he did the heel turn and turned on them, but by the by the fall of 99, they would be back together again. Right. Right. So, yeah. They they had an impact, no doubt, no doubt. DX made an impact, but I don't think they had an huge... impact. 
They had an impact, right. but remember something real quick. The impact was this. Hall and Nash were already doing crash shops on Nitro. Yes. Way before DX ever became a thing. Okay. Correct. Here Kevin Nash tells stories about, you know, his podcast about him and Shawn Michaels doing crotch shops to Captain Lou at Matho at when they were wrestling the Headstringers, and Captain Lou wanted to kill him. Yeah. Because they were telling him, you know, they was like, you know, telling Lou to suck it. It's like, oh, yeah, I want to, you know, I want a job or some shit, or, you know, I want to, uh, <laughs> some, 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 some crazy shit they were talking about. But they had already been doing it. You know, Hall right. and Nash had been on them. The first day they stepped into WWE, they were doing crotch shops. So, yeah. DX has, DX has this place in their shit. Right. Yeah, exactly. right. So D, so so DX has its place. DX has its place in issue. I'm not going to sit up there and say they didn't have their place. They did. It's yeah, the click. Point, it's, yeah, it's, it's the, the click. It's that's they're just doing shit that they did by say. They had an impact, but at the same time, DX was there. There was another faction in WCW that I think was more po- were more popular than them. That was just starting off, and that was the Wolfpack. Oh yeah, yeah. NWO Red and Black. Yeah, the Wolfpack. So you want to tell the truth, but like I say, the, the if I win the war, I can rewrite history, and that's what yep, you can rewrite it. I right. can do anything I want to, but I'm not going to sit there and just you know minimize the impact of DX. Even though bottom line of it is, is that they didn't make history like the three letters. Like, right? Exactly. I agree with you there. I agree with you. So. Uh, moving on, and, and we, we mentioned something earlier uh, about, about about the WWE, so I want to move into that. It's everything right. sunshine and rainbows at, at WWE. I don't think it is. That's what I heard. It's not. You got a lot of people over there that are, are worried about their spot and not liking the fact that Triple H is basically turning the main roster into NXT. Black and Gold 2.0 is what's going down. And I said yep. this on the last episode of this podcast that he's booking for the niche. He's booking for the NXT audience. You mean to tell me that all these people, let me remind people of something. Okay. Down in NXT, when this quote unquote Wednesday war started off with AEW, right? Triple H had all the talent. He had Adam Cole. You had Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. You had everybody down there. You had uh, uh, Karrion Cross, All these different casts, everybody was down there at NXT, right? Yes. Why did they never beat AEW under ratings? You had all the same players. This is when Triple H was in charge. They never beat them. So what makes you think now that they're on the main roster that I'm supposed to now take them seriously because supposedly Triple H is just this creative genius when in reality he's really not? Because all you're simply He's, doing is you're bringing back the same. Bringing back people. the guys that Vince, Vince saw you lost the war. He got rid of those guys. He was He's like, look, in those guys, he yeah, didn't see shit I, in those I, guys. I don't have that's what it was. Yeah, they what they're talking about bringing back. You. They're talking about bringing back, you know, Jonah or whatever. And I saw that. I saw that. And I'm like, I'm like, Vince brought the guy up there to the roster, and he it didn't impress him. He didn't do nothing. But well, this is the guy they're talking about bringing back here. So I'm just like this. I'm sorry, but I, I hey, listen, wrestling fans out there, we're happy as hell to see Johnny Gargano come back on Monday. Hey, that's more power to you. I don't watch the shit, so I didn't care. 
I read about it, and I was like, I yawned because I'm like, okay, yeah, bring it back, uh, whatever. The only, the only return that I was like, okay, this is pretty cool, was fucking, uh, what's the group, huh? Uh, Hit Row. Hit Row. That was the only one. I was like, okay, this is cool, because they didn't deserve the shit they got. They didn't. No. Neither did Carry and Cross, but Hit Row didn't deserve that shit at all. They were on the main roster for all of a week, and then were all let go. And it's still, even then, it's cool that they brought him back, but even then, it's not the same Hit Row if you don't have Swerve in it. I don't even think Swerve was thinking about it. I don't. I don't either. He's not. He's already put out there. He's not thinking about it. He's not thinking about WWE. So yeah. There you go. Yeah. Because I think his right. I think his thing was that he saw pretty much what it was, and I mean the guy over there, that, that guy is a, is a tag team champion right now in AEW. He wasn't going to get that that kind of push. They were put. They weren't. They wanted to pit. Uh, they they their main focus was top dollar and hit row. Yeah. Not yeah. not him. Yeah. Not him. Not Ashanti the Adonis. Not B Fab. It's it's you know and I I don't know I just. I'm just I'm not digging it, and a lot of people, from what I, I you know understand, backstage are not are not digging the current direction because people worry about their spot, people worry about the NXT uh, effect on the main roster show, and you just you at this point, I, I you know we were talking about this before we started the show, they're completely burying Awesome Theory. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a this is totally. A retaliation <laughs> before he went but totally. before before SummerSlam, this guy was a threat. He was coming out there jogging around the ring. With he the and he actually looked know. strong. Yeah, he Letting actually you know. looked strong. And I have not seen. I've I'm seeing what what I'm seeing right now. Okay, is yeah, Austin Theory was a part of the Wave faction in NXT. Mm-hmm. But what I'm seeing right now is is that okay. Vince wanted to dismantle everything that I built up and all the guys that I built up. So now I'm gonna do something to his pet project, which was Awesome Theory. I don't I don't think they see that. And he's the way he's looking right now with that briefcase, you know the briefcase is working. He, the briefcase work, he look, he's looking like Damian Sandow with that briefcase out there. Yep. He, the briefcase is worthless. It means yep. nothing. It means nothing. And I hope that's not the case. I, I hope they don't blow it. And they ho- I hope that, you know, he does eventually cash in. Maybe he'll cash in at the, the stadium show they're about to do. Clash of the Castle. Maybe he'll maybe he'll cash in there or something. It's, or maybe he won't have a successful and, or maybe he won't have a successful cash in at all. Maybe he won't. But yeah. it's clear, it's clear that with the regime change, Austin Theory is getting pushed to the bottom of the deck. That's what it looks like to me. But I think you could use him because he is a young guy. You could use him to to be a focal point. I think you could. And I don't know. I, I know it's retaliation because look at all the guys Triple H lost. <laughs> well, Triple H, tri- Triple H, and I posted this earlier in the, in the No Gimmicks group on Facebook. Um, Triple H basically said that they can't save everybody. Yeah, this Basically, is true. And he said, you know, he, he named Shinsuke Nakamura. He said Shinsuke Nakamura and Roman Reigns should be a WrestleMania main event. 
Unfortunately, it's not going to happen because the booking, the last the five damage. years has been, has the been damage. The booking is, has done damage. And the fans won't take Nakamura seriously. You know what my opinion of it is? Is that Nakamura, honestly, Nakamura would be having two options. And I would tell Nakamura this if I was working for WWE and I was, you know, one of Triple H's guys, I'd tell him straight up, you need to leave here. You need to oh, go yeah. to you need to go to, go back Japan to Japan or go to AEW or something and go get hot. So and then you come get back. hot and then come back is what I was yeah. telling. You're yeah. here and you're just wasting away. Yep. You're wasting away here. Yep. And that's just that's just about I, I wouldn't I wouldn't tell him to go to AEW. I tell him to go back to Japan. Go back home. Well, if he likes the United, if he likes the United States, if he likes living here, I would say go to a, I would say go to AEW. Yeah, I, I Sony, because because Sony Khan's gonna pay the money, and then at the same time, he ain't he don't have to have that rigorous schedule. I mean, he was in his forties, so he, yeah. he's not gonna he don't have to have that rigorous strong style schedule that New Japan has. He can stay here, you know, get paid a, a, a good amount of money and work less. Yeah, that's so, true. I would say go to AEW. That's true. That's true. And the same thing with AEW. People, people we're talking about the problems with AEW. Here's the, here's the thing. And I said this a while ago, and, and I don't understand why people don't understand the logic in this. When you have this many people on a roster, okay, yeah, true. You can't put everybody on TV. I understand that. But you're wasting time. Your, your secondary show, Rampage, should be doing – Bam, blockbuster numbers. And the reason why is because, you know, WWF used to have this little show back in the day. I don't know if anybody ever heard of it. It's called Saturday Night's Main Event, mm-hmm. where they would have this show come on like 11 o'clock on ABC on a fucking Saturday. And that was like, people thought it was a death spot and shit. But guess what they did? The shit did numbers. The shit did numbers. You know why? Because you had Hulk Hogan on the show. You had Macho Man on the show. You had the Heart Foundation on the show. You had Hogan versus Andre. What was it on a Friday night? It was yep. called the main event. Okay. The biggest TV rating ever in professional wrestling has never been broken to this day. You have that going. So how do you make Rampage mean something, right? You take the top stars from Dynamite and you put them on the fucking show. And stop putting them in the ring against people that nobody gives a damn about. Give me a reason to watch the show. Because right now, Rampage... I used to come here and say, oh, Rampage is like Thunder. No, Rampage is not like WCW Thunder. Because at least WCW Thunder, you would see Hogan on Thunder. You see yep. Macho Man on Thunder. You see Sting on Thunder, Luger, Nash, Hall. The list goes on and on. You're putting Jabroni A versus Jabroni B on Rampage, and that's why you ask, it's getting 400,000 views. Period. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And they've only done it a handful of times. Like these big shows, like these big shows they do, uh, like when they go back to Arthur Ashe, I'm pretty sure that's that's gonna be a live rampage, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna put shit behind it. But you need to do this consistently, like con- very consistently. And speaking of AEW, let's transition into this shit because now I'm worked up. Dynamite. Mm. What? What? What was that? What was that? Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. The first hour of Dynamite, phenomenal. It was phenomenal. It was great. They had storylines. They had great wrestling. They had had stuff queued in. What I didn't see 
was them building up to the main event, which I thought was going to be John Moxley versus CM Punk because we've been hyping this. Good night. Good night. We've been hyping this the entire time. So last week you surprised us with, okay, they're going to go on this week. Okay. A little bit, a little bit of what the fuck there, but not too much to be alarmed. Then this week, all right, it's here. We're gonna get we're gonna get the main event of all out tonight. That was the main event of all out. Not only did it not go on last, you opened up hour two with Rampage. I'm, I'm sorry, with, with John Moxley versus CM Punk. That's what you opened up hour two with. Immediately I scratched my head. Why is this match? I said this out loud. Why is this match going on right now? For what reason is this match going on? Hour two starting off, and it's not the main event. Now, I'm no wrestling psychologist. I'm not. I don't pretend to be. I don't. But I do know this. That match is money. That match is all the way money. So much so that I would have bought the pay-per-view to watch that match. Because it's that big of a match. So you mean to tell me you cut this match, the main event of All Out, you bring it to, to Dynamite. I get it for free. I'm not tripping. But it's not even the main event of Dynamite. Why? And then you give us a three-minute and one-second match with CM Punk and John Moxley, and it's a squash. It's a squash match. John Moxley is now the AEW World Champion. Congratulations to him. Undisputed. It's just, it's just setting it up for CM Punk to get the belt back at All Out. Why would you do that? That because is because I that think is, I be, because I think at All Out CM Punk is on the final turn heel. You think he's going to turn heel? I, well, I think I think that's what I think that's what's going to be able to. It's either that. I'm going to tell you right there. It's either that's going to happen, or at all out, we're gonna see the return of MJF. I'm hoping it's the latter because if it's the former, then I'm going to be extremely disappointed. And you're gonna have CM Punk. You're gonna have CM Punk versus John Moxley at all out. That match is, as far as is what I read today, that match is still penciled in as the main event for all out. That is enormously stupid. Unless I not get a for, payoff, not for this, not for the story that they're trying to tell. You what story are they trying like to tell? Let me, let, me, let me put it to you like this. So, who's to say, and this is this is just, I'm just hypothetically speaking on this. Who's to say that everybody didn't get worked with this Hangman CM Punk situation? Let's who's just say, say that? They, we hadn't even talked who, about let's that. Just, who's saying? Let's, let's just say that everybody, let's just say that they were in cahoots about this just to get everybody talking. Sheet stock. Let's just say that the only way this actually would work is for CM Punk to be a heel and then have a blood feud with Hangman. Because when it comes down to it, CM Punk made himself look like the heel when what he did. And that's the talk of the of the town. People are talking about punk is this and punk is that. So punk is getting the kind of reaction that a person of his stature would get if they're gonna turn. He did what he did. So I'm thinking that Punk is going to turn heel 
I think it's some 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 kind of shit finish is going to be at all out, and I would think that I, I would you know would be a, a shocker would be, and I'm just pointing this out, not saying it's going to happen, but I would think you know the way to get this thing really over, shit have, and I'm not I don't know the relationship they have right now. They probably don't have any relationship, but you know I would have Coke and Manny be the one to help Punk get the belt. In Chicago, people think, oh, these motherfuckers hate each other. This is that. And they go out there and we got all you bastards. Especially you, Hangman. I like the idea. That would be, that would be a shocker because Hangman, Hangman comes out there and sees Cabana with Punk and all this bullshit that's been going on. But yet, instead of next to you, he's just a world champion. Like, I'm up here defending you and. And, and you swerve me. Scott I like the, I like the ideas. Here's here's, here's the problem with that idea. Because of what happened, because of what happened Wednesday, I don't fucking want to watch all out. I don't. I don't want to watch it. Because I'm turned off by the idea that you would take this big match. From All Out, and this is what I get on Dynamite. I'm not excited. They're not. They're not doing anything differently that the organizations have done before. I'm gonna bring out two examples. Okay, you had some. Uh, it was August of 1997. WCW Nitro World Heavyweight Championship, Hollywood Hogan versus Lex Luger. Lex Luger beats Hollywood. The following, at the pay-per-view Saturday, rolled out, he gets the belt back. WCW Nitro, once again, July, what was it, July 7th or July 8th, 1998, or July 6th, 1998. Hollywood Hogan versus Goldberg. Goldberg gets the win, wins the belt. This has been done before. There's They're, they're telling the story here. You just got to wait for the outcome of the story. But they're telling the story because they're telling the story of punk, foot and the way he looked back when Moxley was holding up the belts they're telling the story you just gotta wait for the story to pan out it's called storytelling that's all they're doing I would have waited for them I would have I would have I would have had it in the main event segment is what I would have done I would have done that I think they knew that they were gonna do that and that's why I think they knew they were gonna do that that's why they put it out early I would have done it for the main event I would have the main event segment be that but I think I I think what Tony Khan didn't want to have happen was People say, well, shit, man, look at that shit man they just put on there. I think that was the whole point. But the show would have been, the show the show would have ended terribly if it had just been another promo that ends the show. Remember how many times we would watch Raw and Raw would end with a promo? Yep. Instead of a match? Yeah. So I'm, so I'm, all I'm saying at this point is is that I, I understand people are kind of upset about the situation, but they're telling a story here. You got to wait for the story to plan out. That's all it is. It's a story. It's not the end of the world. It's a story. And besides, I will I will kind of say here that the all the all out card is actually looking kind of good. It is so, looking good. It's the story there. It's, it's the story they're telling here, and I think the story they're telling is is that Punk is going to turn heel. They're going to he's going to swear everybody. I'm telling you, that's what's going to go down. You can't turn I Moxley. I think Moxley is actually more. I think Moxley's more popular. Than, to be honest, yeah, I I agree. I agree with that. 
All right, I'll 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 reserve my anger. I'll give it a chance. But I was not happy. Right. The the bit the, the piss about the piss off part of this. Think 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 about this. Think about this piss off part. Think about think about if you ordered Starcade '97 and you had Sing versus Hollywood, and you had to pay for that match, right? And the way it ended, and then the next night on Nitro. They did a fucking rematch. And then you can't see the end of the rematch until Thunder, the debut of Thunder. That's what would piss me off. I agree. That's what would make me fucking go go crazy. Like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> that right there. That would make me upset. You talked me off the ledge because I was not, I was fuck, I was furious. I was like, what is this? It's, what are they it's doing? A, it's a, they're just telling a story. That's all it is. All right. Okay. Just cool. like, just like, just like King Sears Aura. That situation. All right. Look, I want to see a blood feud now between these two. That's what I want to yes. see. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll hang on. It's, it's, I'll it's hang Daniel on. Garcia. It, is Daniel Garcia a sports entertainer or is he a wrestler? Daniel Garcia would actually benefit from being in a group like the Blackpool Combat Club. He's not, he don't have the, he, he does not have the charisma or the mic skills to be the general appreciation society. He don't have it. He don't have, he's missing it. I would, I would, I would argue that He's gotten way better on the microphone. He's gotten leaps and bounds better on the microphone since he's been with Jericho. So there is a benefit I there. I don't think. I don't think they. I honestly don't think no. I don't think anybody has been elevated being associated with Chris Jericho. I'm talking about the Jericho Appreciation Society or Inner Circle. I don't see what either. I, I don't. Other than a Sammy Guevara for a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. nobody was elevated in that group. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Right. They just you are won. right. You are right. Like it's five guys get together. One of you's gonna make it. <laughs> one of you's gonna make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like a fashion, like you know, evolution. Right, where all the guys made it in evolution, you know what I mean? It's not right. that. Yeah, but that's that's different. That's different. You have Ric Flair and Triple H in a group with two younger guys. Like, of course they're gonna get better. Of course they will. You have no option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, who's done it all, got a name. We're one of the biggest stars in AEW. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, but he also has Jake Hager. Where was the man? Oh yeah, where is his boy? But I'll ask you, where where was Powerhouse Hobbs on the show this week? Was he not on it? Okay, was Ricky Starks on the show? Yes, he followed Moxley and Punk. Okay. Okay, so yeah, Ricky Starks out there. He's probably getting a really good babyface reaction now. Yeah, he is. But he actually is the pro. 
the the problem is is that his where is his fucking opponent his feud where is powerhouse on elevation uh you see what i'm saying yeah i see what you're saying where is where is jay where where, where is Bill? not on the show where's andrade not on the show where where is abaddon not on the show needs to be on the show exactly so i guess yeah man and i guess and, then, they, and they, i guess i guess they brought i i guess they brought jim ross back to commentary for the time because that shit wasn't working yep yep started off the shows kept going but you yeah. can even hear it in jim though jim jim was <laughs> he he'll he'll give you good commentary but Jim was less than thrilled. Oh, because Jim Jim knows it. Jim, Jim Ross is is the only one out there that's gonna call that shit like like it is. And Tony doesn't take direction from nobody. How how you Road Dog was sniffing around for a job, and how you let this dude go back to WWE? I don't know. Unless you're about to pick up Jeff Jarrett or something. I don't know. And Jeff Jarrett more than likely probably Jarrett more than likely will probably end up at AEW. You watch. Jarrett got a taste of that WWE WWE shit. It ain't for him. Uh, Hey, they need Jarrett at AEW. Based off what he did with the Ric Flair card, he needs to be in AEW. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to go and tell Tony, listen, your ideas suck. No one wants to go and tell them the truth. Your ideas are garbage. You, you're it's, it's terrible. Not all you, of you them. All these, not all of them because he, he gives us some good shit from time to time. He tries. He gives you long. He gives you long ass matches. I that don't mean shit. What's the what's the substance for the match? What's what? Why that's what I care about this match? That's yes, what I, I want. So you so 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 let me get this right. You have Arn Anderson backstage. You have Dustin Rhodes backstage. You have Dean Malenko backstage. You got Jake Roberts backstage. All these dudes backstage that have been in companies that have made millions of dollars based on the top angles and history of the business. And you don't go to them for any type of nothing. They're not on your creative team. They don't do you shit. Really? That that's just that's just mind boggling to me. That's just mind boggling. I mean, he's he. I mean, I mean that's that is just that that's just really makes me just seriously just make like what's really going on here? You got all this talent back here that have just they've done it all, and you just you don't take advice from these people. They're just back there collecting the nope. paycheck. You don't say nothing to them. You're not you're not utilizing Arn Anderson. My my guy, you have. New these all these useless factions running around here. Get rid of the fucking dork order. Get their asses out of here. This shit is done. It's played. It's played out now. It's over with. Okay, you got Arn Anderson there. Guess what? Arn Anderson owns the trademarks of the Four Horsemen. Why are we not booking a new version of the fucking Four Horsemen? And oh my goodness, can we can we make a Four Horsemen group that possibly has an Andrade in it? Can we have a four horseman group that has maybe it's, a Jay it's legacy? It's legacy. I don't understand that. 
Rick Flair, can, can Rick Flair on both we can guys. Do these things. We can do we can do these things. We we can hold the trademark. Have Anderson out there, spokesperson. Hey, you can even bring Rick Flair out there now. Nobody cares about that shit anymore. They moved on to Vince. Yep. And why why are the Briscoes not on AEW television? What, what's up with that? I mean, how many times must one apologize for things they've done in the past or said? Why is Brian Cage not being put on the show? Why is Wardlow not being the monster he was? A monster. Well, how this much momentum has he lost? He's lost this so is much fumble. They people fumble. can talk shit. People can talk shit all they want to about about WWE and how they handled Goldberg. Wardlow is the biggest flop. It's not even his fault. It's the biggest it's flop I've seen. His heat was gone after he beat MJF. That shit was over. That was dumb. I'm like, I was like, you know, Wardlow is. I said Wardlow is going to be the next Batista. He's the next Batista. So I just said, change that dude's music, give him some fucking power techniques. He's gonna be the monster. He, what yep, the he's a monster. Man? You cooled him off because we have got to feature a bunch of bullshit that we don't fucking need. That's the show. It's like I can see, I can imagine going to an AEW production meeting, and they're saying, "Okay, what's the what's what what's the uh what what's the show tonight here? Well, we're gonna put Evil Uno." Uh, versus uh, who else we got here? Um, get the fuck out! Get get the fuck yeah. out! Get, that's what we're gonna do. Get out of the meeting. Get out of the meeting. Well, I was telling you my ideas. There's no reason. To get security. Upset about it. Security. No. no, we don't need security. <laughs> need security. I have. I have. A, listen, I have a great idea. Oh, well, can't do that anymore because you you had something there with with, with Luchasaurus as a monster heel. As a bodyguard for Christian, but you fucked that up too. Here's an idea. Let's build up Hill Luchasaurus and have him collide with fucking Wardlow. The shit wrote itself. It wrote itself. Right. Or how about we build up Hill Powerhouse? Powerhouse. Build him up. And let him Another take flop. on Wardlow. Wardlow. That's another flop. Another flop because what they gave the guy a new a new entrance, a new song, and he ain't even on a damn show. But I get to see Daniel Garcia again. Yay, bro! What are they doing? No, like, no. Save that shit. I've, for I've been I've been offering I have been offering my services to all elite wrestling for a while now, and they just don't seem to understand. They don't get it. So so what's going to be happening is is that one of these days, right? The, the WWE is going to come calling for me. I'm going to go ahead and go. Go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to WWE. Go. Yep. Go Go help the machine. That's right. I'll, you, you listen. Be I'll a be smoke on the wheel. I'll, I'll be happy to, to be in that machine. And, I, and, and, and my main job will be is I'll work creative, but I'll, I will also work on the WWE network. That's my thing. I'll go in there and get those old TV shows. You guys want superstars of... You want superstars wrestling? Damn it, I'm going to give you a superstars wrestling. You want Saturday night? You want WWE Saturday night? Well, damn it, I'm going to go in there and get it all day long. <laughs> oh, shit. That's awesome. All right, man. Last topic of the night. Best wrestling video game ever. Oh, there's lots. There's lots of games. There's lots of, oh, there's lots of games. 
Woods. Um, <laughs> me, me personally. So, like the the very first wrestling game I ever played. Um, and this is this is actually a very this is just story. So, <laughs> I was uh, I was like what 14, 15 years old, something like that. So I was messing with this chick, right? Mm-hmm. And I used to go to her house and hang. You go to her house and hang out with her all the time. And uh, she had a PlayStation, PlayStation mm-hmm. One, and she had the motherfucker. And I used to go to her house and I used to play um, WCW Nitro, right? That's the game she had. Oh she had shit! Nitro, yeah, she had Nitro and she had the Warzone. And I used to go over there and play it. And she's like, you know, you, like you can have this motherfucker. I'm like what? I'm like yeah, you can have it. I'm like. <laughs> Bullshit. She's like, no, you can have a PlayStation. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? She's like, yeah, you can have it. Okay, yeah, take the game, see so you can have it. Because I don't play shit. I'm like, cool, I took it. So <laughs> I did. And I was like, I'm like, man, yo, 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 I'm like, your daddy gonna be calling me for this motherfucker. Huh? So I was waiting for it, but it never happened. So Nitro was cool, very repetitive. Very cool. repetitive. The Warzone has some funny ass promos on there. Yes, it did. Uh, Ahmed Johnson, for instance, he stands out. <laughs> if anybody out there is listening, just go on YouTube and look, look for uh, Warzone promos on there. Ball. <laughs> yeah. Birds will fall. You know, shit like that. <laughs> uh, so so that so that was that that was that was for good games, but honestly, you know. WCW NWO Revenge for N64 was a good game, followed by I would say WrestleMania 2000 was a good game as well. But for me, yeah, the Monster Game that was like the best game of all time, fucking No Mercy, dude. N64. Okay, I'm gonna give you a throwback. All right, I'm gonna give you a throwback. It's one of my favorite. Not wrestling games, but video games ever, because it was the first wrestling game I played. There was a game on Nintendo called Pro Wrestling. That's it. It was just called Pro Wrestling. And the character that everybody played with was a character named Starman. And Starman was the shit. Starman was the shit. And like... 8-bit video graphics. This motherfucker was doing Hurricane Ranas, and it was it was amazing to me. Hmm. That's one of my favorites. But, to me, the best wrestling video game was prop to me, was probably WWE 2K14. Either that or No Mercy. No Mercy holds a, holds a, a place in my heart. But, I did love Warzone, too. The finishing moves were hard as fuck to do. But mm. if you nailed a finishing move in in Warzone, it was a finishing move. You was getting a three count. Two K, two K thirteen, I think it was, was a good game as well. That I, that yeah. whole storyline was built around the attitude, era, which yeah. they they did a great job with that. They reenacted like everything on there. The Montreal Screwjob was on there. Every, yeah. they, did, they did a lot of cool stuff. So that was a cool game. Um, SmackDown, here comes the pain. Here comes the pain. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one. And then SmackDown, um, I think what was it? SmackDown, um, shit. 
was it just bring it or know your role or something like that? Just bring it. Uh, it whichever one featured um, the NWO. Um, I'm yeah, not sure it was one. just it was bring 2002. It. Okay, just bring it. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, that's the one that that one um, that was a cool one. That they the graphics on there were unbelievable for the time. I had a lot of fun playing that game. I used to play that game over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, Day of Reckoning Two was a good game. That was on the GameCube. I would agree with you. I would agree. That with was you. a good game. Um, Raw Two on the Xbox was good. Um, Legends, I did not like that game. I did you not know, like Raw Two. No, Raw Two I fucking was, hated Raw, it. Raw Raw Two was an upgrade from Raw One. I'll put it like that. Yeah, upgrade. I just thought it played like Raw One, and I hated Raw One because of how it played. I hated it. WrestleMania, they had Wrestle, let's see, WrestleMania 19 was a good one. WrestleMania 21 was a good game. Yeah. Um, fucking, what was it? Uh, the original Showdown. SmackDown. Showdown was good. The Showdown. original SmackDown. Showdown versus wrestling. Yeah. The original SmackDown, I thought it was good because at that time, like, we hadn't seen entrances the way SmackDown did it. And, like, it's you could create. Your- SmackDown. It, yeah, the graphics were terrible, but I just thought the, no, no, the, was like, the, the, the it was just a fucking it was all it was a screen. Yeah, that's it. And he come out, but I was like, is, it, that shit, is, that shit is hard. Back then, that shit was hard. That shit is, no, because <laughs> WCW was giving, they were giving you they were giving you full entrances on on the the sixty four games and sixty four games. You on WrestleMania two thousand, you got full entrances. Yeah, Undertaker came out there with the man shoot music and doing his doing his shit with the lights. So yeah, I, but I was like, yeah, this is yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the new AEW game that's coming out. Like some people are like, oh man, they got short entrances on there, but then it was conf- later confirmed that you actually they have full entrances. On yeah, I'm I'm actually people, excited people for that dragon game. Out there like, oh, I am too. I need something else to play besides 2K22 because. They, they're not updating 2K22 anymore. Yeah, it, and the new AEW game looks like it plays like No Mercy. Like, I get a No Mercy yeah. feel looking at it. So, I'm, yeah. I'm actually pretty excited about it. And one of the matches, I don't know if you know it or not, but one of the match types that's going to be in that game is the uh, exploding, what was that, exploding ring or whatever the fuck it was? Like the exploding bomb. Yeah, death match, wherever they're at, they yeah. gonna, they're going to have that in the game. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Now, what would have been cool? But it's their first tryout. But what would have been cool? And they would actually beat WWE on this because WWE's never done it. Is that they would have had war games in the game? In the game. Mm. Now, if they would have done that. That would have been like, do you have been awesome? But yeah, they, they're not going to have that, unfortunately. Now, I just think the creative juice uh, on art, not even the creative juice, like the the power that it takes to actually maintain the graphics on two rings and shit going on around it. I think that may be a little too much. We got we're in PS5 era now. True, but that's still a lot of power you have to use. Hey, I'm supposed PS PS5 is supposed to be one of the top systems in the world, right? So we should be able to do it at this point. I agree. I agree there, but nevertheless, I'm excited about it. I, I want to see what well, they've I'm happy to hear you're excited. I'm happy. I'm happy to hear you're excited about it. 
Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, man, final thoughts. What you got? Halloween Ends will be available on Peacock and in the theaters on October 14th. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. We should do a watch uh, party. And also, eh, we'll see about that. Um, also, by the way, people don't know this or not, but they're actually doing a sequel to A Christmas Story with the original cast from A Christmas Story. Hmm. And that's been green. That's been greenlit by HBO Max. So that's going to be something that's going to be doing. It's going to suck. And I'm looking... I'm looking forward to it, actually. It's gonna suck. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. Yeah. Let me. Let me give you, you my theory. Go ahead. Let me. Let me give you my theory. Any movie that doesn't go to theaters and goes directly to HBO Max sucks. There, there's a proven track record. I don't agree with that. There's a proven track record. The track record is a mile long. The Matrix. Okay. Sucked. Well, Wonder Woman 84 okay. sucked. What else they put out on there? That didn't go to, that went to theater. That, didn't that go to theaters? No, it went to HBO Max too. Really? Yeah. Because when HBO Max came out, that wasn't even the, the when that movie came out, HBO Max didn't even exist. No, it existed. Trust me, it existed. And it came out on HBO okay. Max on Christmas Day, the same day that it came out in theaters. It was the worst Christmas movie of my life. Yeah. Well, I'll put, it like, I'll put it like this. The reason why I don't really think that that's a valid statement is because let's just say that they put out, you know, Andor on Disney Plus, which they're going to do, and Andor is getting, like, a rave reviews for people already, just like if Kenobi, which was supposed to be a movie, would have been presented in the movie theater, it would have made a shit ton of money. Yeah, would have. So just so just because of streaming service, which is the way it's going right now, it, everything's it, they're giving the option of no, 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 no. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about streaming services. I'm talking exclusively HBO Max. If a movie goes to HBO Max, that bitch is gonna suck. <laughs> I'm not lying. I just think it's something. I I, I think it's something for you. Got to have something for. Your 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 service to get people to be interested in your service, and having exclusives like that is what it is. It's only no different than what the WWE Network watched. Their pay per views were solely no, no, on their streaming service at one point. If you know, that's what it was. So, but in that case, yeah, a lot of WWE shows were on the network and they sucked ass. So yeah. you know, have something to that. But but you know, I watch episodes of Nitro exclusively on Peacock, and you know, a lot of them are are, are not that bad. So. Mm. Bottom line is that you're not gonna ruin my fucking happiness. I'm happy to bring in the movie, <laughs> and that's you know, that's 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 the end of. I'm that's, not I'm not trying to disappoint you. If, if, if the movie sucks, if the movie sucks, and the movie sucks, but I'm I'm happy to see that they're bringing back the original Ralphie, his original brother from the movie. They're bringing back you know everybody. I'm not trying to kill your happiness. This is the No Gimmicks podcast. Well, we keep it 100% real 100% of the time. This is one of those exactly. times where I'm telling you, exactly. you may be disappointed. That shit may suck. I'm not going to be disappointed in anything, sir. Okay. If it sucks, I will come up here and say, you know, that Christmas story really sucked ass. 
I'm going to say it. All right. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that they, they sure tell the story is true to the story. No problem with that. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoy but, it. But, none, but nonetheless, I, it, it'll be fantastic whenever it comes out. It's coming out in November. All right. Cool. So it'll be fantastic. Other than that, I, I got nothing else. Uh, nothing else to say. It's been cool coming up back here and uh, doing the No Gimmicks uh, podcast right here on DPN and people out there. Hey, make sure that you're, you know, going on that Patreon and subscribing to the Patreon and checking out the, the different content that we have up there. Uh, we got a lot of crazy ideas, but we need to get the numbers up so we can do those crazy ideas. Yes. So, you know, we we, we provide here, we provide, uh, i say, a pretty good, you know, show for free. Imagine what you pay for. Imagine how rowdy that would be. Pay Check us money. You may get a great show. Yes. But yeah. Paying us or not. Paying us or not. Paying paying us or not, you're still getting a great show. But still getting a great show. If you wanna if you wanna if you wanna, you know turn the volume up when you pay us. Turn yeah, you wanna turn the dial up a little bit and see what it is (laughs) and really get on get on some stuff, then go to that Patreon up there for a little as little as three dollars, okay? Three dollars, you know, you can get some exclusives up here. Because oh, I, I got a lot of shit to say. And guess what? It ain't gonna be on here. Pay me, pay me. It ain't gonna be nowhere. It ain't gonna be nowhere in public. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, other than that, we have uh, we have the Normalized Growth Podcast coming tomorrow. Um, for those listening, just stay stay locked in, and you'll get the normalized growth right after this episode. So, stay locked in. Um, hey man, you see you see my Vader, you see my Darth Vader. I see it. We still got to do a we still got to do a Patreon episode on on, oh, on Star. Oh, got 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 my got my Reva too. We still got to do a Patreon episode on Star Wars. We Just sure do. Keep oh, that in mind. Snap. Oh, snap. Got my got my Obi-Wan too. Thank y'all for tuning in to the No Gimmicks podcast this week. Uh come back next week. Until then, y'all be safe. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. And we'll catch y'all on the flip side. Peace. Hey, 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 don't touch that dial. Coming up next, we got a brand new episode of the Normalized Growth Podcast right here on the DFPN. I said don't touch that dial. I see you getting ready to do it. Relax, leave it alone, because we got a great episode coming up for you. I'm not seeing so much interest in trying to say what it's going to be. I don't know. But I just...